Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. It's time to wake up, recover from last night's mess, and get your fix of Sports Caffeine. It's time to kickstart your day with the latest sports news and opinions. Get ready. Sports Caffeine is live in three, two, one. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Sports Caffeine. It is L. Bushman, Chip, and also Kristen. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. Hello. Yes. Hello. It hello. is Sports Caffeine. Yes, we are uh, doing an audio show. We've been doing uh, a live Facebook feed the past couple of weeks. But, hey, we decided uh, we don't want to see your uh, our ugly mugs anymore, so we took a break, and we're doing an audio uh, version we of the want show the... for this week. The non-showered, non-makeup version of sports caffeine to get out there, you know. We do. We, we, we can. We can one of these days, you know. We I, do. I did do a really long bike ride, and I'm very sunburned right now, and I'm <laughs> I'm worried about what I would look like on the. Uh, the Kristen, the old, there's uh, nothing there. wrong with an all-natural sports caffeine. Show. There's nothing wrong. With <laughs> I was contemplating shaving my head today too. I was like, you know what? Really? I have a bald spot in my back. You know, I might as well just go ahead and do it, and just not like bick it, not like go down to the very. Oh core of my my head just kind of shave it off and just kind of look like a buzz cut but it's still up in the okay. air right now i don't know if i should do that yet so so thanks for joining us in sports you. caffeine you sure you to stream us live on fanstreamsports.com also the app which you can download on your iphone and also android and then also go to spotify spreaker.com google play and now you can listen to us on iHeartRadio. yes we are on iHeartRadio now so that makes us legit Yes, congratulate us if you want to. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and all the other social media platforms that we have. So let's get into it. We've got uh, some news. The draft is over, so things will maybe start to slow down, but it looks like things are starting to maybe get opened back up. Atlanta is kind of slowly doing it. Florida is going to be doing it. Florida is going to be opening up uh, next week. But uh, the news that we have today, and the news that's been kind of dominating sports hecklers and sports people all over the place is the amount of money that ex-Buccaneers quarterback Jameis Winston has actually taken to be not second on the depth chart, but third on the depth chart for the New Orleans Saints. The uh, reported deal is worth just $1.1 million with a $148,000 signing bonus and a base salary of $952,000 where his weekly checks will be paid out for $56,000. He can still up to $3.4, uh, $3.4 million through incentives and also playing time and performance, but everybody else will probably know the best-case scenario will probably never happen this year. So I wanted to go to you two. Did Jameis make the right decision about going to the Saints and making so much less money than he could have been at another team? Well, first of all, I just want to thank the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for giving us plenty to talk about during quarantine. I literally think like every week the story has something revolves Tampa related. So um, 
I think I don't know if anyone was gonna get what well, he's slated to make like twenty million if he came back here. So I don't know who was gonna pay him um, anything close to that as a backup. I think you know you're gonna go play behind Drew Brees, who is a Hall of Famer hands down. You know, record setter, just great quarterback. You're gonna learn a lot from him. Sean Payton, great coach, and you're going to a contender in your old old division. Like you know, it's much better than going to you know, let's say the Rams, someone you're not sure if they're gonna be good, bad, whatever. So at least he knows he's on a Super Bowl contender. So maybe he's just chasing a ring now. Yeah, I think that, well, Kristen kind of hit the nail on the head, and we talked about this earlier. We all knew that Jameis Winston and some of the other quarterbacks, Cam Newton, they're going to have to accept lower than what they've been used to getting. And, I mean, that's just that's just the way the market is. And now I think that he was actually um, brought to that team for, um, and I think that we can all agree on this, maybe some strategic outlay. Uh, obviously, if a team's <laughs> in the division, you know he's going to be carrying a clipboard. Uh, for this year, obviously, they have a lot of depth there with Taysom Hill. Uh, and Drew Brees is always going to be on the field, regardless if he's maybe a little bit hurt or not. So, um, you know, Jameis should be happy, and he gets his time to learn uh, from professionals, Hall of Famers, great organization uh, as the Saints. And while it may sting a little bit, um, you know, he's going to get an opportunity to really learn a lot about uh, football and what a quality uh, organization uh, like the Saints has to offer. So I think it's a learning situation for him. Chip, when, yeah, you, say, and, uh, when you say stings, who does it sting more, him? I think def- that – Definitely doesn't sting the Bucks both. at all. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, I think that, A, as a as a person, and we talked about this, if you're a starting quarterback in the NFL, the money you're making is way more than a third-string clipboard carrier. So the sting is on, on I think, his end, obviously, is knowing that at any given day, he controls a team and he has the opportunity to get wins or losses uh, in his column. And being a starting quarterback for an NFL team takes a lot. You have to be able to answer the questions that a lot of your teammates are going to get, and they <laughs> defer to you because you're the quarterback. You're the general on the field. You take all the responsibility, at least on the offensive side, and most of the times for the team, either a win or a loss. So a sting for Jameis, but also I think a sting for the Bucks. You're going to an in-conference uh, opponent. So I think there are a couple of things. The Bucks will obviously adjust, and they'll make some changes because your quarterback, someone who knew your playbook front, back, and end, will will change. And, you know, they'll make some adjustments. But, you know, yeah, obviously this, the sting is more on Jameis. Yeah, because this will be but, a totally different playbook when, when – Tom, I mean, of course, with Tom Brady's here, it's going to be totally different at all. Well, I mean, Gronk already had it, right? Yeah, that's so. <laughs> apparently. Yeah. Well, he, he was joking. Did. He was joking. Yeah, he was joking. Yeah. So uh, Jameis is now the fifty-second ranked uh, play uh, uh, paid quarterback in the league right now. He's making less than most third and and second and third stringers that are still in the league. That Nathan Peterman makes more money than Jameis Winston right now. Um, we kind of saw this with Teddy Bridgewater last year, too, when he was going to the Saints to be a backup. He was commanding a lot of money as a backup. He wanted that, you know, $20 million contract as a backup. I know the Saints didn't give it to him, but, you know, Jameis also probably sees what Breeze was out for five to six games last year where Bridgewater came in and won all those games. So there is some incentive for Jameis to make some more money. Um, I think he has $3 million in incentives in that contract, which will be hard to get unless, you know, Breeze is older. He you know, is susceptible to more injury. And did you see the article that came out last night? Um, the quote from Jameis, I can read street signs now. Congratulations. So, Look at that. Congratulations. Street signs before. So that's like, crazy. That's yeah, crazy. I mean, license plates and streets. I'm Tom Brady could use that excuse. Like I could, re- I couldn't read the street sign. I should have put the wrong house. <laughs> Congratulations. But, uh, you should have, you, you should have gotten LASIK like five, six years ago. 
Congratulations. I'm Lacey can't fix stupid. His, his new bride who's like, oh, I'm going to marry you. We're high school sweethearts. You're making all this money in Tampa. They get married, what, like three months ago, two months ago. And all of a sudden she's like, what? 1.1 million? What the hell is this <laughs> shit? You know, like we got married. You were in a $20 million contract. Like, oh, well, sorry, he, babe. You know, he, he mm. made a little bit of money with the bucks. He made around $52 million. So he's, he's got money. Mm. He's got a little and bit I of money. Think, and million. I don't think he's like, yeah, like a flashy guy where he's out throwing, you know what I mean? He doesn't seem like the type of guy. He seems like a smarter person where he would probably save some of his money. Okay. I'm just we'll to the see. point. Cause this, this blew up on Twitter yesterday and I'm, I'm kind of, I'm not active. I want to on- see, who, what other offers, if any, he had? Like, so, I would like to see exactly. this compared to, yeah. I'm so glad that you brought that up, uh, Kristen, because that's been kind of a hot topic. Because um, there was a there was some talk on Twitter that there was an offer on the table with the Pittsburgh Steelers, and then but the the Pittsburgh Steelers are saying no, there was no offer on the table. So it's he said, she said, of if there was an offer on the table. Um, I want to hear. I want to hear some confirmation if there was. I don't think there was an offer on the table. To be honest with you, I think there was. There was hardly no market at all for him because of of the mistakes he's made as a quarterback. The thirty interceptions. If you're a team, are you really going to pay all that money to have him on your bench? Now the Saints got him for a steal. That's that's nothing. That's pay dirt for an ex starter who threw over five thousand yards last year and thirty touchdowns plus thirty interceptions. You got him for next to nothing. So it was there an offer on the table. That's the whole big discussion now because now there's two sides. They're saying there was an offer, and then that the social media, Twitter people, fan bloggers are saying, and then the Pittsburgh Steelers are saying, no, there was never an offer on the table. So we will never, ever know if there was one. I mean, I think he's in a great position, honestly. You can stick it to your old team. You're in a contender. You know, like I said, great coach, great team around him. Um, I, really, I, I always have – I like the Saints for some reason. I don't know why. They always have seemed like good guys on their team. They just got they got in the shaft the last got three years in a row in the playoffs. So even if he's only making one point one million, I think it's more love of the game. And he ended himself up in a pretty good situation. I mean, he could be on the Browns or something like that. So I guess it could be worse. Chip, Dude, if, I if love... you were if you were Sean Payton, are you gonna start Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston if Drew Brees goes down with an injury? I'm going to Taysom Hill. He's been there for a little bit. He knows the system. He knows the playbook. He knows the things that are going on around with the offense. And plus, they talk about Taysom Hill. He goes into three meeting rooms. He's in the special teams meeting room. He's in the position players on the offense. As far as either the quarterbacks meeting, he's in the tight ends room, sometimes in the wide receiver room. And he's even been used in, you know, running back in, um, you know, when they – yeah, he, he Spread, goes to all those he's meetings. He's spreading the COVID all over the Saints. <laughs> yeah. He's well, like, I mean, this, Taysom Hill has been in every offensive meeting except the lineman meeting. He's been in the quarterback, running back, the tight end, and the wide receivers meeting. So, yes, I'm going to Taysom Hill. But like we alluded to in the last show, this is a guy who is the Swiss Army knife. He is out there on kickoff return, kick return, offense. So there's a better chance of him – being in a play where he either gets hurt or something goes wrong, which all Jameis has to do, and this is what he should look at this opportunity as, and what Kristen alluded to, is that look at this as a learning opportunity. Get the playbook. Soak it all up. Be ready. Because like Kristen said, and like we've discussed earlier, Teddy Bridgewater, when he was there, had his opportunity, and he took advantage, and look where he is now. He's the starting quarterback again. Okay. So, yeah. 
And um, I don't know if this is across all fantasy football boards or whatever. I don't know if there's like one like fantasy football commissioner who declares this stuff. But Taysom Hill is going to be eligible eligible as a flex player this year. I know on ESPN yes. Fantasy. Yeah. So, I mean, like how awesome. Let's say Br- Breeze does go down. And you got Taysom Hill starting quarterback, you know, for three or four games. Say so you have, you know, your Josh Allen or your Gardner Minshew in your starting spot. You can have Taysom Hill as a starting quarterback in your flex position. That's amazing. It's almost like having a two-quarterback system uh, for a fantasy football team. That's, uh, it is. I like that. I like ESPN's actually going to be doing that this year. I f- that's fantastic. Okay. All right, another quarterback that was, well, ultimately released. Was it uh, this morning or was it yesterday? I believe it was this morning. This morning. This morning, yeah. okay. So Andy Dolan yes. has been re- released by the Cincinnati Bengals, which we all maybe kind of caught – saw coming because of the Bengals uh, drafting Joe Burrow. So Andy Dalton is now free to go wherever he wants to roam. There's been a lot of talk saying that uh, New England is a possible stop. Jacksonville is also a possible destination. Um, I, I think for, for you know Andy Dalton, New England would be the best possible spot for him, honestly. I think that would be the best, you know, best spot for him to go. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of see him as, like, going to the Jags, it reminds me of very similar to Nick Foles, you know, older quarterback, you know, never. well, I guess Foles has the Super Bowl championship, but New England, I think, would be a great fit. Um, the other two teams I saw were the Jets and the Broncos, two young quarterbacks, need a backup. Um, so, I'm poor Andy Dalton, man. <laughs> the guy's done nothing but, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, solid quality person and player, and wasn't he the one who they all donated a bunch of money to his fund for – the Bills fans donated a bunch of money to Andy Dalton's number 17 fund or whatever it is. And good guy. But I think that I, I, I agree with you all Bushman, the Patriots, I think would be the best case scenario for him. I think he would thrive there. So are you guys ready for this? Listen to this stat sheet. You ready? I'm ready. Andy Dalton Bengals leader of all time in passing touchdowns, 204 second passing yards, 31,594 most fourth quarter comebacks with 20 game winning drives, 24, three pro bowl nods, and is able to really dig them out of the dumps and get to five playoff appearances for the Cincinnati yeah. Bengals all, roster. All, all under Marvin about. Lewis as the head coach. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, look, you know what Andy Dalton gets now? He gets the freedom to command wherever he wants to go. And I think this is a quarterback. This is going to be a guy that you want to get in and OTAs and before, hopefully before training camp, if COVID doesn't, you know, kill too many things. So, I think Andy Dalton is going to have an opportunity really to figure out what his best situation is. We know Pittsburgh, you know, you kind of might, you know, Big Ben, we don't know what his health's like. I think Jacksonville, I think, you know, Chicago, yes, it's up in the air. You did sign Foles. I think he's probably going to have that job. But maybe you have a guy like Dalton and, you know, I don't know if you could sign him for a less attractive number, maybe though, but. These are all teams that could probably benefit from having a quarterback who's been in the league, know what it's like to um, win somewhat, uh, and also, you know, be a a proven starter, uh, even though he was on the Cincinnati Bengals. So this is a guy that's going to be in high demand. I would look at the top teams that need a quarterback with the most cap room, and this guy might be able to write his own ticket as far as contract and what he wants going into somewhere. I like that. I agree with that. Okay. All right. So I want to uh, go. I know you want to go into baseball quick, but I just I just saw this article. Sorry, I'm going to derail real quick here. But no, 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 you're not you're not derailing anything, Chris. It's Come still on. football. We're still NFL talk here. So 
NFL.com came out with a uh, list this morning or an article this morning with the best quarterback receiver duos in the NFL. So one, obviously, we have Drew Brees, Michael Thomas. Mm-hmm. Two, you have Matt Ryan, Julio Jones. Yeah. Three, three, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins. Four, Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper, who is above number five, Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. You have six, Tom Brady, Mike Evans. Seven, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams. Wait, wait. They've got uh, Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins at what, three? Three, and then but Dak that, and Amari at four, above Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. I think that's yet to be seen, though. We don't know how the well they're going to be playing together. We well, I mean, Tom Brady and um, Mike Evans are also on this list. Um, well, we all know that's going to happen. That's going to be good. Yeah, so, yeah, Philip Rivers and T.Y. Hilton. I'm kind of I'm kind of curious. I, I'm surprised uh, Russell Wilson and Tyler Lockett did not make this list because I feel like they have some of the best chemistry. I know Tyler Lockett's not that, you know, top five receiver in the league, but he catches everything Russell Wilson throws his way, no matter where it is. Well, mostly because Russell Wilson is running for his life, and then he just has to <laughs> chuck the ball to get the Tyler Lockett anyway. So I, um, I'm just trying to think of other teams or other people they may have left off. I'm thinking, you know, Big Ben and Juju. Um, but yeah, I'm not really sure if there's really anyone they have left off on here, or anyone you guys can think of that would be should be added. I think I think of historical. I guess when I when I hear that list. And I think of I think of teams that we've had, uh, obviously in the past couple of years. I think they covered that list really well. I think historical um, past catchers and receivers: Troy Eggman, Michael Irvin. Uh, you can go Steve Young, Jerry Rice. Yeah, I mean, you could go Montana. Uh, Montana. Yeah, you could do. There are some of those guys, but you can do Brady and Randy Moss, and then Dante Moss, Culpe- yeah. Dante Culpepper and Randy Moss. Randy yeah. Moss. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a couple of historical, but. I think the one thing, Kristen, you said that I liked the most or something that – and it might seem too high up is when you said Kyler Murray. Yeah. Uh, and I'm right. really – I mean, I got to be honest, and I know you talked about it a little bit on the fantasy uh, tip after our draft show and we kind of alluded to that offense really taking shape. I'm really excited to see Arizona Cardinals offense now with Hopkins on one side, Fitzgerald on the yeah. other, and Kirk in the slot uh, and having – you know, Kyler Murray a year under his belt as a as an NFL quarterback now where he knows some of the things that are coming and he understands the offense better. I mean, I think this is an offense that realistically we can look at. They did some things on the line and they got them some things squared away. I'd call I think top ten. And I'm I'm anxious to say top five, but I think right on the outskirts there, maybe a seven. Uh they have the potential, I think, to be that high. Uh, in total offense this year in the NFL. So with their high-powered you know, receivers that you have there in Kyler, do you see Kenyon Drake being a top-five running back with that offense? <sighs> I'd say top ten. I say, top see, 10. oh, Bushman, we're on the same. See, buddy, yeah. we know. I, just, I think, I you're, in, he, I think he, you're in that. He can't, yeah, he came in, what, halfway through the season, took over for David Johnson. Now he exploded Correct. out the gate. I, I want I want a full season out of him out of him. I say top ten, not top five just yet, because with that offense, there it's more in the air. With now that he has DeAndre Hopkins now and you got the Hall of Famer with Larry Fitzgerald and then of course Christian Kirk, they're gonna be chucking that ball a lot. So, well, that's a big too. I think Drake, though, you know, if Murray gets in trouble there, they know they did draft. Um, well, they got Isaiah Simmons at, right with their first pick, so they didn't even get an offensive lineman. Yeah. But you know, Murray's there, and if he's running for his life, and Kenyon Drake, he can just dump it off to him. When you got Murray and Fitzgerald, you know, fifty yards down the field, I think Kenyon Drake's going to have a lot of those little catches we've seen from Melvin Gordon's and Todd Gurley's in the past. I think he's going to be very successful. I'm, I would definitely look to draft him. Who is their um, 
tight end there in Arizona. I was all over that, and I was looking. Max Williams is a guy that was younger. Uh, he's been in the league now six years, and he had a pretty decent year. Some of the other guys, they did draft Parker Houston, who's a rookie from San Diego State. They uh, have Ricky Seals-Jones, the famous guy in the Browns from last year. Yes, <laughs> yes, who is – Unfortunately, he's no longer there, but I think, no, he's not there anymore. So I think that you'll see Max Williams isn't a bad tight end. Fairly good. He gets a little injured, but like I said before, and I'll say again, Isaiah Simmons, and we talked about him a lot just because of his, his combine measurables were just, I mean, they were off the charts. They're unbelievable. They're freakish. So I look for Carolina, or Carolina, I look for the Cardinals to have a great offensive mix, but, um, We'll see Isaiah, and we'll see uh, what Simmons does. But you have to really like this team coming out of the the bottom of the cellar, and we're really moving forward as an organization. You know how I I, I got a, a a Rams hat that one year. I was I was pissed off about the Bucks. That, I might be yes. one the year. Bucks, you mean like it, the, last multiple year? years? <laughs> no, it was two. Year, it was two years ago. I think if if the Bucks, uh, you know, shit the bed this year, which I highly doubt, I'll, I'll do the Cardinals for this year because I, well, they, I did. I, I, I did tag you in that video. It was funny. It was like Bucks fans last year. The guy's literally taking off his hat and his shirt. He's like, we suck. We're terrible. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like Bucks fans swiped one. He's like, hey, I tagged you in that. I was like, that's so El Bushman right there. <laughs> yeah, it totally is. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm, I'll am not. i take that all day. I mean, honestly, with the way the Cardinals went into the draft and knocked it out of the park puts them in the one of the most exciting teams to watch this year besides the Bucks because of what the Bucks have been doing with Tom Brady and Gronk and, you know, their draft. But, like, They've knocked it out of the park with getting DeAndre Hopkins and then just going into that draft, getting Isaiah Simmons and all the other guys they got was just – look out for the Cardinals, man. Bunkers. If they win the Super Bowl, they have to have the Super Bowl party, like the party at Cliff Kingsbury's house because that clearly oh, looks like the best party house I've ever seen. Unbelievable. Oh, that guy. <laughs> the oh dude God. has no TV in his living room. Did you notice that? Yeah. I heard that. I didn't, no I didn't see it, but I noticed it. Yeah. That, I mean, what is in his backyard? Is that like a, it, uh, it looks a, like a meditation garden or I was, I was thinking <laughs> the same thing, uh, Chris. And I was like, he must go out there and just do his yoga or he has scantily clad girls out in that field or he does like raise yes. out there. There's a, there's a fire is pit he in the middle. Oh, he yeah, has he to married. be. He is married. Isn't okay. he? Okay, well, okay. Maybe. But then he's got like a fire <laughs> pit in the middle and then it's all open air. I'm like, dude, this, and he's out in Arizona. And Arizona's is yep. like, oh my god! So, yeah, they've got to have the party at his house. I'm sure he's he's like, come on, guys, we we've got the boom boom room. We're not going to be we're doing this. We, we yeah, gotta. I wonder how I get an invite to that. I'm have to work my way into that. Well, you know, <laughs> since uh, since we left our other show, I had to reapply for NFL credentials, so we'll be winning on those. So we'll be getting that. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So, 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 that, includes, we'll, that includes a post-Super Bowl party at Cliff Kings Arena. Yes. House. Lindy, Arizona Cardinals won well, the Super Bowl. That was well, it. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> we'll get, hopefully we'll get more than one credential. That way only you know more than one of us can go to certain things. So, yeah. Oh, bless you. Okay. I have one question. Yes. And I know we're going to – and after this, we're really going to go the other direction, I promise. Yes. Everybody on our team felt the Packers went way wrong, not mm-hmm. addressing their need. As a wide receiver, obviously taking Jordan Love in the first round, they did sign 26-year-old Devin Funches to a one-year prove-it deal. Okay, and they're still leaning on everybody else that's in their stable right now of wide receivers. So, what do we think? Do we think that Devin Funches is the hero? Well, <laughs> a do we think that, and this is something we've seen on social media, and I'm sure you guys have probably seen it. 
there's been Brett Favre came out yes. and said that he feels like Aaron Rodgers were not wear a Packers uniform by the start of this year. I I don't agree with that, but I do see it coming that he will not retire as a Packer. And I know he wants to retire as a Packer. I just don't think it'll happen. And I, I know I'm gonna take a step back from when we all kind of said the Packers were stupid to to draft uh, Jordan Love uh, for that pick in the first round. I think it's still stupid, but. I looked at their wide receiver core. They've got Devontae Adams, who's your clear number one. Alan Lazard was pretty good at the tail end of the season. Then you got Marquez Valdez-Scantlin. And then Equanimous, I hope I'm saying his name right, St. Brown. And then you have Devin Funchess. Devontae Adams is a clear number one. Alan Lazard could be a is a, is a wide receiver two. And he had Marquez Valdez-Scantlin. Yeah. So, yeah. so Rodgers has guys there. I just I think everybody kind of jumped on the pick because it was so out of left field that they would draft a quarterback in the first round. Where they let me waited. tell you, Al Bushman, if I, if I come to you and I say, "Hey, here's the Bucks wide receiving court for 2020," and I named off that list, <laughs> are you happy about that? Uh, no, I would <laughs> flush it down. I would flush it down guy, the toilet. Lazard, I just think his name's Lizard every time. I'm like, oh, the Lizard guy got it. You know, Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard. The, Al the A is the A has that little. No, it's Alan Lazard. I. I uh, he has he has guys around him, but no, I I think uh, you will see not this year, but maybe next year that there will be the rumblings will start. The rumbling ha- that are happening now with him being wants to he wants out, and I said this a couple shows ago that you will he's he he will demand a trade uh, because of this, and I see it happening. I just don't it won't be this year. It may be next year, next year's off season. You'll it'll start to heat up again that Aaron Rodgers will. I'm not gonna retire. go the other way on this. I think okay. that if Mike McCarthy was still the head coach, Aaron Rodgers was very unhappy, did not like it. But I think when Lafleur came in, him and Aaron butted had us a little bit. But then Lafleur made this offense something that Aaron Rodgers could actually thrive in, and not just running for his life and you make something happen, which was the McCarthy offense. You know, he's actually letting these receivers get off the ball a little quicker, so Rodgers has time. So I think maybe. Him and Lafleur on the same page, and Lafleur's like, "Listen, I'm drafting this guy, but he's not going to see the field till you're ready to retire." But like, it was, I want this guy Kristen, to be it was reported you. that the GM of the Packers did not let Aaron Rodgers know they yeah. would be taking a quarterback in the first round, and that to me says I, it is time. Your time is up. Even Adam Schefter tweeted out, "Aaron Rodgers is on the clock." I mean, though, like it's Aaron Rodgers. He is. Is Aaron Rodgers a Hall of Famer? Yes. 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 Okay. Has so you have a Hall of Fame winning quarterback, and I, I, he seems like he's kind of a dick. Not gonna lie, he does, you know, these <laughs> bitchy women and stuff. So I don't think he's like that great of a person. I don't know, and maybe he is. Who knows? But I, I, I think him and Lafleur do have a better chemistry. But I don't know. I just don't. Maybe he is that much of a baby. He'd be like, I'm gonna play somewhere else. But we already see like, where is he gonna go? Everybody seems to be happy with their quarterback selections these yeah, days. Yeah, but if Aaron Rodgers go, Aaron Rodgers mm. go goes, I want out of Green Bay. I want to come to this. You're gonna make a trade. Even though he could That's be a true. dick, even he is kind of a dick. Because even if your own family kind of disowns you, which they have, uh, you know you're kind of a dick. But I, well, I, yeah, I, I mean, even it's like State Farm brought in Patrick Mahomes to be his successor in the yes. State Farm commercials. <laughs> you know what was funny about that was it reminded me of that scene in Any Given Sunday where Cap Rooney and Willie Steam and Willie Beeman were doing that one spot, and then Cap Rooney's wife was like, "You used to do this spot alone." And it's like it's all for by charity. Yourself. Yeah, by yourself. So <laughs> it reminds me of that scene in Any Given Sunday where 
Jordan Love is steaming Willie Beeman, and Cap Rooney is Aaron Rodgers, and now Aaron Rodgers is going to be retiring or going to be forced out of the Green Bay Packers because of that. Because Jordan and Love, State Farm, yes, and State this. Farm. Don't forget the important things here. Tell me this now: Did the Packers plan this right? I'm looking at the contract breakdown, and he had just signed a four-year, $134 million expansion. Yeah, and there's a signing bonus, but in 2020 and 2021, depending upon how how far the Packers make it. He is getting his deal, but they have a buyout in 2022, four years, $125 million, but the cap hit alone, the dead cap, if he was to get released, traded, or whatever, is $17.2 million. So the Packers knew. Perfect timing. That, yep. They had a year to sit. Love can sit behind Rodgers for this year, learn, pick everything up, and then going into the next season – know that they do have an out and they do have a little bit of cat. Now, not saying that $17.2 million is a great cap hit you want in your books, but did the, did the organization plan this perfectly to where they give Jordan love exactly what he needs a year of an hall of famer MVP quarterback. And then after that, they know that Aaron Rodgers is not going to want to have to deal with something like this. So they say, okay, fine, we'll give you your out. Here you go. And then Aaron, oh Aaron, Aaron, Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers will be traded to the New England Patriots, New England and the Patriots, Patriots will be okay. As I say, oh, I no. read my mind. I was oh, going to no. draft one. We're thinking they want Trevor Lawrence. There's no way they're going to be bad enough to get Trevor Lawrence next year. Oh, they didn't pick, they're not going to pick up Andy Dalton. They, Bill Dolchek's a smart man. I like it, Al Bushman. I like where you're going with that. I, I'm, I'm calling it right now. You will not see the New England Patriots go after Andy Dalton. They will not tank to go get Trevor Lawrence. They're going to wait for the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes where they can get him as a trade or when they do that buyout, Aaron Rodgers is coming to New England. You watch. Oh All right, God. last NFL news and note here is, speaking of Trevor Lawrence with a nice segue, that if, for some reason, college football season is canceled, which please, football guys, you know, let that happen. Oh, please. my God. I know. All state is, like, supposed to be so good again. Anyways, the NFL is considering um, potential for a standalone Saturday game that would only happen if there was no college football to compete. Um, they will release a schedule sometime before May 10th. The NFL will. But it's going to leave some flexibility in case the additional TV windows become available. So it would be probably, I'm guessing, like that flex game kind of thing where you can flex the um, Sunday afternoon game. So we might have football, I mean, NFL football, Monday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Well, I mean, they were going to do that for the the expanded playoffs. I mean, so why not? I love it. It's cool with me. Except except that means there's no college football. (laughs) Well, well, you know, I don't know. I I want both, but if we can't have both, I want NFL. Listen, you, you, if you can't have both, you at least got to have one and that's fine with having that on Saturdays, honestly. And it's more fantasy football too. Come on. Fanatics is doing on fanatics.com. They're doing this really big, like fundraiser right now where you can donate $10, you get 10 entries and there's all amazing events there. I mean, you can go have lunch with the Kardashians. You can hang out with uh, Djokovic at a tennis match. You can be in Kevin Hart's next movie. I actually put $10 in and um, put 10 raffle tickets in to be a coin toss for the Ohio State-Michigan game this year nice. in Columbus, Ohio. Nice. And then job. I think about it, I'm like, what a waste of $10. There's probably <laughs> going to be no Ohio State-Michigan game in Columbus, Ohio this year. Man, I'm glad it, 
it went to feeding america but yeah if anyone wants to check that out it's really cool there are hundreds of sweepstakes on there and they're really really cool stuff and you know it's a dollar a raffle ticket it goes to a good cause but um you guys should check it out there's some really cool stuff on there maybe we put that out on our website just to make sure everybody's seeing that all our sports caffeine listeners yeah speaking i mean of, speaking of uh of charity stuff that all-in challenge um Tom Brady's uh, fan experience. Some anonymous fan bought that for eight hundred thousand dollars. Oh yeah, because they're doing the the auction wow. and the raffle. Yeah, yeah. So you can also auction. Wow. Wow. Eight hundred thousand dollars. Do you think he's a Bucks fan or a Pats fan? Um, Gotta be I, one of those two. One of the <laughs> two, or or probably a friend of Brady's or something like that. It probably was Jer- Derek Jeter. Or it's like a Dolphins fan who's just so mad at him, and he's just gonna like break his leg when he sees him. Like you've destroyed us for years and years. It was my chance. All right, so Harding him. Before we uh, segue into Major League Baseball, uh, this actually just came out. You guys saw Space Jam when it came out back in the nineties? Yeah. I just watched it for the first time. Like I did. I have a very few. uh, Yeah, I don't have a lot of the uh, remembrance on that though. but Kristen, yes. How 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 are you now just seeing this? Did you not have a childhood? I had a childhood. It was more Ninja Turtles, and I don't know. I just maybe because I was like, a, is good though. That's I was a, a Cavs fan. I was like, I'm not gonna go see some shit with Michael Jordan in it, and that's probably what I told my dad. <laughs> I was like seven. Well, anyways, uh, before we go into our worst sports movies and uh, best sports movies, the title for Space Jam Part Two, starring LeBron James, uh, has come out, and the new title. For Space Jam 2 is Space Jam, A New Legacy. What a lazy title for a movie that's supposed to be coming out. Well, I mean, it is a new legacy, right? Kind of. <laughs> it is, <laughs> technically. Um, it is. It's not like they didn't have time to think of anything. Like, literally, the studios are doing nothing right now. They're not filming anything. They're not. Like, yeah, you probably could have had a contest to name that. We could have come up with a better. All right. Interesting. I mean, All right, I, well, that's a good. Yeah. I, under, I understand, but yeah, at the same time, I'm kind of, you know what? We're all experiencing things that everybody's kind of reaching. And I, I'm looking on Kristen. You actually, you just, you drove me to Fanatics. And you know what? You can go have a Spurs game party Ooh. with David Robinson and Tim Duncan for 14 grand if you want to bid on that. But you know what? If you want to go and have lunch with Justin Tuck and do a two-day uh, Notre Dame weekend tailgate party, it's like $11,000 more. So wow. you're telling me that you wouldn't want to go to Tim Duncan and Dave Robinson, two Hall of Famers who won massive championships, and enjoy them, but you're going to go see a guy like Justin Tuck uh, to mean, go hang out, it's like fourteen thousand dollars. Pretty more. boring. Like, have you ever yeah. watched Spurs? Most boring team ever. Notre Dame football. Rudy, exciting. I'm going. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding though. I, I, I mean, also, go with the David Robinson. Well, also, do you know who's higher than that too? The higher than David Robinson and Tim Duncan, Kenny Albert in the broadcasting booth for a Fox uh, game. That's twenty six thousand. That's higher than Duck. That's, That's like some old man that loves Kenny Albert. Yeah. You could be uh, signed a contract with the Ma- Dallas Mavericks for a day. You know, Mark Cuban will give you a contract. You get to play the guys. It's like, I would love to win that one. Just so you guys know, I have a good friend who plays for Dallas, Dorian Finney-Smith. Um, yeah. And we go way back. It's how funny that be if I just show up at practice one day. And Dodo's like, 
what the hell are you doing here? I'm like, I'm a man for a day, bro. Let's go. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like, what? All five, three of me, you know, playing with the freaking Dallas Mavericks. That would be awesome. <laughs> I don't know how they got away with, they have 22,000 right now or 18 holes of golf with Charles Barkley, which Charles Barkley can't even play on a $110 course. Oh, yes, I can. Golf. I know how to play so. golf. What are you talking about there, Chip? <laughs> I, play golf. I play golf listeners, all the time. Listeners, give us $10,000, all eight of you, and we can have an $80,000 bid for something here. Oh, wow. I can play golf all day with you, Chip. I don't know what you're talking about. I swing the ball. <laughs> it goes around the hole. All right. All right. So let's, let's, let's talk about sports movies. Now, it's a good thing you brought yes. up, Rudy. Sport. Okay, what? Before we do the worst ones, best sports movies. Top three. Go. Uh, Major oh, League. I, I eh. yeah, yeah. I loved uh, dude Hoosiers. Okay, that was one of my faves. That's a good. Uh, one. Uh, yeah, Major League. I'm gonna have to say Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams up there. Yeah. Um, I think and Varsity Blues. I love Bar- maybe it's because the era I'm in. I was a high school yeah. senior, and that was like their senior year. But I Ms. love Varsity Ms. Blues. Miss Davis, we go prom with me. I got ten. <laughs> I got tan. Damn. Damn. I got great, tan. And I think, well, Kristen makes a good point. Whatever your 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 age and kind of where you are uh, is good. Dude, I love the Sandlot for baseball. I mean, even when I was younger, when I saw it, I mean, I still loved the Sandlot. I thought that was a great movie. Did you ever see the sequels? No. Because it would ruin. What pieces of hot garbage those two yeah. movies are. Oh, my God. No. And I oh, can't say all, all my bad movies are any sequel to the first sports movie. <laughs> no, I actually, you know, I'll probably get crucified for saying this. I hate Rudy. Uh-oh. Why? It's a, it's a terrible, inaccurate movie. No, it's not. Yes, it is. What? What's the movie with the? Oh, well, I have a story about Rudy. So I'm a uh, eighth grader. We're having a pep rally for our, our eighth grade team is going to the city championship game. I'm a cheerleader. We're having our yearly pep rally, and Rudy Rudiger is coming to speak at our pep rally, okay? And I'm captain of the cheerleading squad, so I get to introduce him. I'm super excited. And um, <laughs> people are walking into the gym for the pep rally, and one of my cheerleading friends are looking out the window. She goes, oh, my God, there's Rudy right there, because we had seen a picture. He's like a short, bald, fat guy now with glasses. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, that's my dad. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you have seen what my dad looks like. My dad is probably a more handsome version of Rudy Rudiger now. But, yeah, Rudy is a short. But I also did hear that same thing, that the, the story is not true to he, history at all. He did not start like they did in the movie. He was, And I, I guess it was just so inaccurate, such a piece of garbage movie. I know Mikey from the Goonies is Rudy, but no. I was terrible. Terrible. You just ruined my whole night. I'm, I'm not sorry. talking to either of you. I'm, I'm sorry. And then oh, anything, that's inaccurate? It's all it, not true? It's all not true. It's such a fabrication of a movie. And then anything, I what? still believe in Santa Claus. I trust still put me. cookies out. Look at, trust me, Chip. Look up Rudy the movie and how inaccurate it is. Trust me. What am I um, – the best one would be I liked what I can't think of the name, with Jesus Shuttlesworth. You have, uh, what the freaking name is that? Uh, Rayal and Jesus Shuttlesworth, and he's like the basketball player, the blue chip that gets highly recruited. I can't think of the name of it for some reason, but that one's awesome too. That's one of my favorite basketball movies. My uh, worst back- mm-hmm. basketball movies are anything that has. Oh, been- he got he got sorry he got game. Oh, that's that a great it. movie. There you go. Yeah, it's a great game, movie. Yeah. Anything with Air Bud is a terrible sports movie. <laughs> Air Bud with the football. Air Bud with basketball. Uh, my favorite, I think, very an underrated movie for uh, basketball. Well, oh, oh, program's great. Program's great. Program's uh, great. Blue Chips. Blue Chips oh. with Nick Nolte, Shaquille O'Neal, and Anthony Hardaway. Oh, yeah. Blue Chips is fantastic, man. Great movie. Great movie. How I, about, I, um, 
There it is. NBA basketball. <laughs> Someone, yep, it all got quiet. We talked about basketball. See, we shouldn't talk about Eddie. that. <laughs> oh, Eddie's but, terrible. All right, Uh-oh. so the first, the, I'm looking at sporting news right now. Their worst movie is Ed, where the monkey is the baseball manager, I believe. Oh, thank God. Or uh, Joey from Friends and a Monkey. The oh. worst one, Air Bud Inning Fetch, that came out in 2002. Second is worst movie. the baseball one? Yeah, seventh inning fetch is that. Air Bud holding a bat and a raccoon holding a baseball oh, in the cover. God. And Caddyshack, too, is a piece of hot garbage. Cat, oh, that's number three. That's number I three hate, on the list there. I hated that Same. movie. Caddyshack. Rocky Five. Oh, no, God. Rocky Five was all right. It wasn't that bad. Oh, it wasn't that bad. But Rocky Ford, the fight against the Russians and Drago. Oh, I must, I must break you. Oh, four is great. Four is probably. I think four and three are my favorite Rockies, to be honest. So uh, golf. Chihuahua man. Okay. Yeah, no, no, thank you. Ten cup. <laughs> Ten cup is one of my great golf ones, and the Legend of Bagger Vance. That's a good one, also. Two yes. great golf movies. All right, I like okay. Caddyshack too, though. I mean, you got to have the original Caddyshack has to be in there. But That's those are the other ones besides Caddyshack. Caddyshack one is a classic. Caddyshack two is a piece of, piece of crap movie. And then Happy Gilmore is a great golf movie too. That's another good one too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, how did you draft day? I like draft day because it was about the Browns. Like, it was high pass base. It's number eleven on the worst movies on Sporting News. It seems like yeah. Kevin Kevin Costner likes to put himself in sports movies that are just below average and maybe okay. I mean, the one the one good one he had was Field of Dreams, and even I think that's kind of borderline a, a shit movie. Yeah, you know, imagine watching like a sporting event with Kevin Costner. I feel like he's just gonna have like kind of that whiny vibe, like, "Oh man, he missed it." Like not real <laughs> passionate, just kind of like a melancholy <laughs> passion. And I feel like that's kind of how he acts in his sporting movies. But that's I like the of- last line mm-hmm. of this is the. The idea of Kevin Costner running the Browns is still amusing. I mean, we've had, we've had worse. It's definitely been worse. I think, I think Kevin Costner could probably do a better job running the Browns than what they have in place right now. So, hey, it's a new regime. Give us a year. It is. You've got to give, gotta give a little slack. Okay, have you guys seen Mr. Baseball? Tom Mr. Selleck. Mr. Baseball. Yes. yes. Great movie. Kristen, did you see that one? I've never seen it, no. Oh, Al Bushman, what did you think? That was pretty good, right? I, I love Mr. Baseball, where you have an yes. appearance by a young Frank Thomas in that movie. Yes. That plays for the Detroit Tigers in that movie. Yes. It's yes. a great, great movie. And funny thing about that was Tom Selleck was actually asked to uh, a minor league camp to try out the for a team. Actors used to do the work back then. Yes. Like he went and he, he did that. So yeah. I'm, I'm more respect. I love that movie. Mr. Bisbol. Did you guys know there was a sequel to Angels in the Outfield called yes. Angels in the, the End Zone? Yes. Uh, <laughs> another, what? another crap sports movie that Disney made. Yes. <laughs> I'm just looking at the list of bad sports, but Major League, Back to the Minors. Any sequels always going to be bad. Major Sorry, League Stan 2 needs to be on that list. Major League 2 is a terrible movie. That was on the other day on, on just, like, network TV or whatever. And Sean was like, are you going to stop? And I was like, not on that one. He's like, it's the Indians. I'm like, no, no, it's not the original. Um, okay. Rookie Rookie of the Year was – I liked Rookie of the Year because in 1993, we all thought we could break our arm and become a major league Fractures went up 10% around the U.S. Mm-hmm. Everybody thought mm-hmm. they could be Henry Rowan Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> so all what right. do we think? Okay, non – Sports movies, but non-sports playing. Jerry Maguire, sports agent, probably the best. Good movie. Non-sports movie. movie with an with an agent, or what do you yep. think? Uh, I like yeah. that. Yeah, 
yeah. Oscar Oscar winner. So yeah, I like that. Okay. Like a, maybe a sports movie about like a retired athlete, possibly something like that. Um, and I say the last dance is up there for me for sports movies right now. Yes. <laughs> really enjoying that. Documentaries definitely way up there. <clears throat> OJ yeah. Made in America is up there too. That's a sports documentary. I I am going to watch the scheme. Um, I know restaurants are reopening at twenty five percent occupancy. I'm probably not going to be going back to work for like another couple of weeks here. I really do want to watch the scheme. If you guys want to watch that, it's on Netflix about the college. I we talked about this before the college basketball scandal where it was totally entrapment. The U.S. government set up all these coaches to be recorded for get, taking money when none of this was like even real. And it's on Netflix right now called oh. scheme. So everyone yes. should watch I that. I will definitely look that up. Chris and you set it up pretty good. I think I'm going to have to watch that. Okay. Yeah. It sounds really, really good. I saw the preview and I was like, what, this is all fake. Like I thought they were really taking money. And I guess it was an entire entrapment to see which coaches would actually be down to take the money. And none of it was even real. Wow. And that was a huge deal. Yeah. Okay. Something so, you have to watch tonight. I'm definitely going to watch that, but didn't we have, did we have inroads today on some franchises? And I know we've skipped it now twice. Uh, Al Bushman, MLB says beginning of yeah. May or NHL beginning of May. So NHL is coming back before they said training camps will be open in May, and then baseball. The proposed idea is to have everything done by July, where okay. the alignment will be three divisions. It'll be the West, the Central, and the East. Um, mm. it's a, it's it's a weird idea. So what's going to happen is? is here's here's the details. Every team will be every team played 100 regular season games with the campaign beginning in July. The top four teams in each of the three divisions qualified for the postseason, meaning 12 teams total. The four best teams by winning percentage each receive a first round bye, and the playoff eight uh, the eight, bottom eight playoff teams meanwhile were entered into a four one playoff game four wild card games okay the rest of the playoff format is the best of five and consecutive best of seven series remaining the same i'll bet the national and american league so they have the west central and east where the west would be the dodgers angels giants athletics padres diamondbacks rockies rangers astros and mariners central is the cubs white Sox, brewers cardinals royals reds indians twins braves and tigers and then, you have the, the, yeah, the East is the Yankees, the Mets, the Red Sox, Nationals, Orioles, Phillies, Pirates, Blue Jays, Rays, and Marlins. I think they need to take the Pirates, put them flip in the flop. Central. Yeah, and flip-flop yeah. the Braves and the Pirates. Kristen, Chip, what do you guys think of this proposed idea? I love any idea that proposes sports coming back. So if it's not what we're, <laughs> if it's not what we're used to, yeah, and if it's not what we're used to, we have to do something a little different. I saw NBA talking about maybe going to Disney – um, as long as there's sports, I'm happy. I will be the biggest personal. I will watch every single Rays game on TV or whatever freaking baseball games on. God, if it's <laughs> damn Pirates and the Mariners, I'm watching it. Okay, because I I, I just want to watch sports. So yes, do it. I do agree switching the Braves out there, but yeah, do it. Give me some sports, please. I'm dying over here. <laughs> <laughs> I totally I agree with Kristen, and I think that you know the funny thing is is that in times like this, we're going to see a lot of teams. Um, play different adversaries. So this is going to give us a better look uh, into teams as far as how their scouting is done and uh, the people they're going to face day-to-day. So I think a year like this, you could get more trades or you're going to see more teams that see more of other players. So scouting departments and other areas in an organization are get to see players that they don't normally see on a day-to-day basis. So I mean, maybe this is a year of sports that kind of changes the 
overall outlay of a lot of the divisions and a lot of the the division winners. And, uh, you know, maybe this is something that we look back and, you know, if they have an asterisk or they have a champion or they have something that changes uh, the overall sport, um, I think it's something that we all look back on and go, man, you remember that time the two teams, you know, if you go through this realignment and you have two teams in the World Series that we've never seen. So, uh, or something that never happens. So check this out. So USA Today uh, did this realignment with the three divisions, and they put this uh, in a simulator, the outside the park baseball 21, and, and they simulated this season. Guess who won the World Series? Tell me. The Cleveland Indians. And so I'll, I'll tell you. Okay, so I'll tell you the the, the four teams in the playoffs. Give us go, the rundown. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So the four four teams in the AL. I, I don't even call this an AL or NL. The four teams in the, in the final four: the Dodgers, the Red Sox, surprisingly, the Angels, and our very own Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah! Wow! The Rays wow. and the, the, the Rays and the Dodgers move on to the World Series. Guess Whoa. who? Guess who wins the World Series? Give me the Rays. The Rays win the World Series. No, the Rays win the World Series according to this simulation that the USA Today did. Now, let's say that actually happens and it is this. Is it going to be everyone like, well, that was a fake season. That doesn't really count. Like with Ohio State when they beat Miami in the 2002 National Championship, that late flag, I get it. I I tell people I was at that game, oh, that doesn't really count because it was a late flag. You didn't really win. You know, so is that going to be the argument now? Is there an asterisk and it doesn't really count? I tell you what, if they play – it's a season. You know what I think? Hands down. Person, it's a season. You hit, the, you hit the nail on the head. I think America is craving for sports, and I think that at this point, it doesn't matter what happens. And I think, like I said, if we have an asterisk or whatever it is, these players and everybody else who's normal, who's not an athlete, we've all been going through the same thing day in and day out. So I think it counts even more because all of these guys are going to have to get up from what they've been doing They've been out of a routine. They're not doing. And this is – it's an abnormal time. But you know what? This is a time for abnormal teams to step up. Yep. The Rays would never be given a shot because of their payroll in a normal season. Now we're going to get into a season that might have some changes, might have some realignment, might hinder some other clubs. But, hey, now's your time. If you're an underdog or you're the lead dog, be on the lookout because everybody's coming. It's true. I mean, same with the NBA. Like Kevin Durant was not supposed to play for the Nets until next season, starting in you know the fall. And Kevin Durant may be 100 percent healthy by the time the NBA resumes and can go take the Brooklyn Nets to the freaking promised land right now. Like it's amazing. Like, and that's another thing they'll say. Oh, everyone was healthy, but shit, I'll take the Rays one of the World Series. Go right ahead. Raise your hands. I'll take at it. This, <laughs> at this point, you can't really say there is a normal anymore. So that's right. if you're gonna give me a hundred game season. With my Rays, our Rays win the World Series. You can put an asterisk all day against it. I don't care. They win a World Series. And That's I right. will be jumping in the streets uh, like a little school schoolgirl uh, all day long when that happens. So, yeah, I, right now <laughs> – I, you can't really, you can't really say anything's going to go back to normal because it's not. Nothing's right. really going to go back to normal like the, like it used to. I mean, All right, so I have a question, not sports related. Uh, this is career related for me. So restaurants in Florida are reopening on yes. Monday at you know fifty percent occupancy outside, which our sponsor Rafferty's. I will be there for lunch Monday, but uh, and then twenty percent occupancy inside. Um, I've gotten texts and emails and stuff from my three employers asking, you know, what I want to do if I want to come back to work and. Are you guys going to go to a restaurant right now? Yes. 
Other than Rafferty's. You are. Yes. You're clamming. You're dying. Because you know, there's going to be no bar seating. If I was in Florida, I would be, yes. I, yeah, I, I, I need to get out of my house and do something else. <laughs> yes. I, I totally I, agree with when I saw trip, when I saw um, I've been picking up the wings, I walk in the gastropub. You know, it's about five miles from my house, probably like thirty-five miles from his house. And I'm like, man, this is a long drive here. He's like, I loved it. I had to get out of the house. <laughs> yeah, dude. Even though I had a screaming baby in the car, I'm like, it was all worth it. The drive just to get Wait, out of the, my house. The baby was in the car. I had my wife. Yeah, Paige and the two girls were in my in the car waiting for me with the AC. Oh my on. god, I thought this was a, I just thought this is like a drive all by herself to get out of the house. I had no idea the three girls were in the car. I would have said hi. No, no. Like either way, it was good for me. Everybody wanted to get out of the house. I was able to drive. It was fine. I, I trust me. I I texted a bunch of people last night, dude. Like what? Like what restaurant? Restaurant are we going to? Like which well, one? Well, I mean, I we can all get we can have lunch at Sunday at Rafferty's if you guys all want. I'm I'm um, well, totally fine with that. And then, and, um, but okay, so you guys, because I'm, I'm debating whether I want to go back to work or not. Because I'm like, yeah, I'm making a ton of money on unemployment right now, and if people are scared <laughs> to go, well, I mean, if it's twenty five percent occupancy, let's say I make just in general a hundred dollars out of a night, what am I going to make twenty five dollars now? And you know, so. But I'm just curious if people are really going to rest. Now, Chip, but you're in Georgia, aren't they reopening as well? They are. They're doing light openings, and I have a lot of friends that do work in the bar industry, and they're going to start introducing uh, 25% uh, seating uh, as far as, I believe, outdoor seating. So similar things to, to what Florida's doing, but um, I know a lot of people are um, in the same boat as far as uh, uh, wanting to get back to work and kind of get things started. So, yeah, I think whenever you can get back in, anything that's going to get all of us into a some sort of normal, um, you know, repetition or normal uh, daily life, I think, is uh, appreciated and needed. So, yeah, everybody in here and everybody up in Georgia right now seems to be chomping at the bit to get back out here. And that's how we take our first steps, uh, you know, as society to kind of move past and get past the normal. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, so am I. I'm, I'm excited, too. So, All right, guys, anything else before we get on out of here? That's all for me. No, no. All gravy. (laughs) Of course, it is Sports Caffeine with myself, El Bushman, Kristen, and Chip. We'll we'll be doing our live show uh, Sunday, so we'll give time to Kristen to uh, get the aloe out when I know she's dolled up. Dolled up from the the sunburn that she has. I I do it for the fans, all right? There you go. I do it for our fans. It's all for you guys. (laughs) <laughs> so we'll see you on Sunday. Make sure to go on FanStream Sports. The new uh, website is almost done. I, I just saw it today. Uh, it will be launched next week. Uh, so make sure to go to FanStream Sports to stream us live through the app and also the website as well. Make sure to go on Spreaker.com, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Play to stream us there as well. Uh, we will see you guys soon in the Sports Cafe. Until I heard the old man Thanks for listening to another episode of Sports Caffeine, available for streaming on FanStreamSports.com and FanStream Sports, the app.
Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com.